Sorry. Welcome back to another episode of uh, Better Biddles. Today I have Magda on, who is um, I I thought she was right leaning, but I was wrong. Um, you're centrist, aren't you? Yeah, yeah I, I think I'd say so. I've kind of changed my opinion, like. Um, basically the thing is though, I feel like just based off the fact that you are you're pro life and you're Christian, people pro-life, automatically yeah. assume that you're yeah right that i'm this like evil conservative yeah yeah and like the right well the reason i say i'm a centrist is because like because i have these more right-leaning like um social views so like yeah. you know I'm, I'm obviously pro-life and stuff but then i'd say i have like left-leaning economic views so i mean i'm i'm not too well versed in my economics like i just know what i know yeah but i'd say like free healthcare and stuff like that's a really big thing that i i support you know I assume- so um Go ahead. Yeah. That's our no, no, I wasn't. Um, I assume no, you wouldn't go as far to say that you're like a communist or anything or a socialist. Uh, well, no, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say so. Like, you know, I, I have to like point out that like I have parents who lived in Poland and when they were quite young, like Poland, was like, was under communist rule essentially. So, um, it doesn't make me the biggest fan of communism. Now, a lot of people argue that's not real communism, and I don't really know the ins and outs of it. Same. Um, yeah. So, like, so like you know, people, you know, like our my really good friend Amelia. You know, I really don't feel. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure she won't mind me mentioning her. She's like really <laughs> under theory and stuff. She's really under theory, and uh, she knows everything. And like every time she like makes a political post, like I can't even pretend to know half the stuff she's talking about. So that's fair enough. No, I don't. I, I don't i don't pretend to know everything about socialism or communism i wouldn't like ever exclude the possibility i wouldn't ever say i'd never be a socialist i you know i don't really know the definition of it but i like some people would just see me as a socialist maybe i don't know like i i i, I was yeah sorry go ahead i was just um yeah, yeah no i remember like me and um me and her had a lot of like beef back in the day in second year yeah. do you know back when like yeah. it was real popular to watch those ben shapiro videos of like feminist debunk by logic and reason i was like really into yeah. those and i was like yeah, yeah i can't no, wait to debunk like this feminist do you know what i mean <laughs> you know what that's, that's that's actually funny it's like that's why i because i used to be you know back when i was in like i was an emo second year yeah you know being emo comes you all have that phase left wing yeah like you just are a left wing pro-choice person as an emo like well the majority <laughs> of the time anyway so like i don't like, even think it's majority um, of the time i think it's 100 yeah, of the time it yeah. has to be so obviously that was like my identity right so mm-hmm. i was like very bernie it was all 2016 like you know it, it was this time that trump was being inaugurated and i just hated him because i was an emo i was for bernie yeah. um i loved him i loved everything i don't really know much but like you know what 14 year old does yeah that's true so and then then you know my brother started to watch uh ben shapiro and i was like you're you're evil you're so evil yeah and then like i would like hear some of the stuff ben shapiro would say and i was like like kind of thinking about well, that actually kind of makes sense so obviously then i started watching him and then it's this rabbit hole of like stephen crowder oh. ben shapiro <sighs> and do you know who i'm ashamed to ever admit because i probably i came out that it was a white supremacist or something milo yiannopoulos I used to. Do you remember him? Yeah, I feel like he he brandishes like he brandished his sexuality as a weapon of like, look, I'm so different from like all the other yeah. gay people. Do you know yeah, what I mean? he's like he was like I'm I'm a Catholic gay, um, 
uh, what else? Oh, I, I think he's Jewish as well or yeah. something. Like, I, I yeah. well, Jewish and Catholic. I don't, yeah, well, he, I think he said something like that. And he's like, I can't ever, you know, be any sort of bigoted. But, like, it, yeah. ca- it came like that he was a white supremacist. So I, I don't. <sighs> I don't support any anything he said like that. That's obviously you know. I think his starting. his whole thing was like him, his his whole act was him trying to be a walking oxymoron and being like, yeah, I'm this gay Catholic with a black Muslim boyfriend. It's like yeah, I, yeah. I hate you. Do you know what I mean? Like you're so annoying, man. Yeah. No harm. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, it started with Demons, and then like that's how it starts, right? So then you think you think. You then you watch all those feminist cringe compilations oh. and like feminists get obliterated by a really intelligent man and it was like <laughs> it was just well, so facts. like and you know that's that's how it starts but then obviously i started to move away from it and that's how, like you know i did my independent like research you could say and then i i kind of became what i am now yeah but i i i don't i i i don't think i ever watch or agree with those types of videos now like the the thing that made me not identify as like a feminist for so long was those types of videos and i don't know if that's applicable to me anymore like you have these like you know you know that type of boy like yeah yeah watches those types of videos and they just hate you because you you like women's rights no um do you see do you see the people who are like Right, I understand that feminism, like any movement, has its is extremists that ruin it for everyone else. But people like brandish the very, very outside of said movement and like try and use it as a reason as to why they can't do it. It's like I can't support LGBT because they want to legalize pedophilia. It's like no, you're fucking think, ridiculous. Yeah, I think people that say that like are just being so disingenuous like you Facts. know yeah. fine rightly that not a single like decent person supports pedophilia being incorporated yeah. into the lgbt movement or whatever 100%. right not a single person so if so if you have these right-wing twitter people who um who are like look at this lgbt group that that said that maps or which are minor attracted people should be you know uh, part of the, the LGBT and that means we have to discredit everyone right yeah. so that's clearly like that's just using some stupid like not point one 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 nor not point not 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 one percent of like a group to it's just so I can't just point out that I hate both right wing and left wing Twitter like I just hate Twitter in general yeah Twitter is like, a cancer to humanity it is literally I woke Twitter hate it hate it so much so much um, shit you see on Twitter is ridiculous do you see them trying to I don't know if this was like real, but I saw it in my Instagram feed earlier. It was like people trying to cancel Robert Downey Jr. for doing blackface actually... in um, Tropic Thunder. Uh-huh. I was actually speaking to Agus about this earlier. And what it is, it, the reason why it's so funny is because that movie is a commentary on, like, I think Hollywood not using black actors or to play like black characters yeah so it was essentially like a woke movie like it like yep. you know it, it tries to show the inequality and in, you know in hollywood and the reason why it's so funny that they were trying to cancel him is because he was supporting what they supported essentially exactly and um yeah they were just completely like you, you knew i you know what i understand why someone would look at that and think that's that's so wrong I guess but just it's wrong. He's doing blackface. There's no way around it. Um, yeah, but I think they just they just didn't really. 
with with woke twitter it's kind of like that there's no like second chances you know you said something wrong once 20 years ago yeah you're cancelled it's ridiculous um so mm -hmm. kevin kevin hart was a prime example of that like when he what happened to him he was like he was like going to host the oscars or something and they were like look at this tweet from 10 years ago of like gay people or something and he was literally fired from it because of something he said 10 years ago which is like the epitome of cancel culture do you know what i mean yeah and the funny thing is that every single person that like participates in like woke twitter definitely has said or done something in their past that they would get counseled for oh like, that's, that's that's the funny thing that's literally the funny thing is we have literally every single person on this planet has said evil things like everyone's made fun of someone everyone's like you know said something that would come across derogatory or like you know and it's just it's just you know it's so it kind of they're kind of acting like they're just so superior morally like yeah um, classic olivia neil is is currently being counseled is she um, because yeah <sighs> because she like Why? did like coke or something she did um, coke met, yeah or a cat i don't really know it was like white powder on a table and she was like breaking the rules i honestly of, like, would not on. be surprised if it was fucking bacon soda or something like <laughs> yeah, do you know what i mean yeah. like why i don't even know it's like you're like it's canceling the most like i'm sorry this is off topic this is what we're talking about but do you ever see that girl on tiktok <laughs> lottie j music the video of her being like caught out saying the n-word is genuinely like the hardest i've ever heard anyone say it i, like, I, don't, I don't, oh, don't know who you're talking about i don't know who you're talking about i don't know who that is it was like she thought the instagram live had ended and she said it but like <gasps> oh, she no, said like, it with just ferocity like no hard r and just said it with such ferocity what and then it like what did she say no it was like, like what was the context the person she was with like said something to her and didn't tell her that it had ended and she replied by like insulting them and she was like you're like <clears throat> you're like a fat n-word but she said it with like the hard hardest oh, r i've ever heard goodness. And then, like, a week later, she was talking about, oh, my God, I'm reading all these books and, like, trying to educate my... It's like, bro, you, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, well, the thing is, the thing is, right, that there's clearly sometimes good reason to stop supporting people, like, if they're clearly racist, like, in that yeah, situation, yeah, right? Yeah. But if you've, like... Like, it's just so ruthless. Like, they're completely just unforgiving. Yeah. Like, people apologise and they just... They don't give them second chances, and it's just, you know, it's just, you know what it is? It's not even like, oh, we, we know someone said this by, you know, when we were, they were doing a live or whatever, we heard it. It's like they actively go through their Twitter, like yeah. scroll, they try, they're like, they're like, um, someone described it well, I think it was Ronan Atkinson. He said, it's like, you know, in the like um, kind of medieval days, they go out with the little pitchforks and like the, the torches and go out to like, like find someone to burn yeah. to kill. It's kind of like that, that they're it like, is going out and um and just looking for people to 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 destroy with their council culture just find things that people have done wrong which you know if they apply that same standard to themselves it, uh, speaking yeah. speaking of of canceling people for mm -hmm. very minor things and a brilliant segue into our first topic do you ever see the guys <laughs> yeah. on visco who like I, they were literally getting their lives pulverized on visco because they were caught holding the signs that were like pro-life and then people edit it was like well, yeah we hate women oh. and we hope women die and have no rights 
Do that you know, is so uncalled for, I think. Do you know, do you know, what, I th- do you know what I think? Is the, the people, right, okay, obviously I'm going to be making some generalizations here, but obviously there are exceptions to, you know, everything. Yeah. So the gen- the general, you know, kind of, you know, as they rightly should, leftists are like, you know, body positivity and um, that, you know, you shouldn't insult someone for their ap- appearance, you know, um, until they're pro-life, obviously, right? Because, oh, yeah. you know, it, because... You know, if you're holding up a pro-life sign saying, oh, look, I genuinely care about the unborn, I just happen to be a male, then you must be a virgin. You know, yeah. you just you just have to be Facts, a virgin. Yeah. You're you're disgusting, you're smelly, you're ugly, you have crooked teeth. <laughs> Which, the thing is, when you, like, <laughs> body shame like that, right? You're not... Imagine someone was, like, standing beside you and was hearing everything you were saying to this, this pro-life guy, but he looked, had a similar body type, similar face structure, whatever... To the pro-life guy then you're also insulting the other guy yeah. who, may, who could be pro-choice right so you're just insulting like a whole group of people with a certain characteristic because you disagree with one person's point of view and also it's an ad hominem isn't it like it's like oh, yeah, like great argument he's ugly i'm pretty sure that's yeah, well, great argument. that could be used as literally a a perfect example of what an ad hominem is considering yeah, it's it's not even like trying to i don't like it's it's, it's so I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And speaking yeah, of no, things I'm... you hate, abortion. Why are you pro-life, yeah. Magda? <laughs> um, well, you know, being pro-life, the reason for it is quite simple. I think I speak for, like, the majority of pro-lifers when I say the reason we are pro-life is because we believe the fetus slash the baby slash whatever you want to call it is an autonomous person that deserves the right to life. Right? That is literally... It's simple, it's basic, that's what it is. There's no, you know, I, I like to fr- I like to think that it's, you know, no, there's no mental gymnastics involved, that's what we believe. Yep. Um, but obviously, there's a, a good amount of arguments to, uh, you know, against that. And mm-hmm. the thing is, I, I'd like to say, is that I have, I have never, ever gotten as much uh, hate you know, I have childhood friends who have unfollowed me and blocked me and everything because I'm pro-life. Yeah. Um, I have had so many people that think I hate women. I, I you know, I, I, I'm just evil because I'm I... pro-life and I want to control them and I, I'm, I'm just so anti-women. I'm so, I hate them and it's just so wrong. You're, Do you know what I mean? You're bound to get a lot of like internalized misogyny type comments, aren't you? Like just by, yeah. by nature of what you believe when it comes to abortion. Yeah, I'm a pick of me, you know, I, I, I hate women. I'm, I'm, I'm setting women back. Um, yeah. and it's just, it's, it's, um, the, it's so dominated by, by that argument that like, I, it, you know, it kind of baffles me why my view is, is regarded as the, the immoral one. I, like we are, sorry, go ahead. Well, I mean, like personally, I think that the the abortion argument from like a f- philosophical perspective, because let's be real here, this is a fi- like this is a philosophical argument because there's no yeah. there's no question that the thing inside the woman, whatever you want to label it, is mm-hmm. a human being. Like literally, right, by yeah. definition, that's a human being. By but, definition. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But the question is like whether or not, wh- what level yeah. of personhood does that fetus or baby uh-huh. have? Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I would argue. I, I, I mm-hmm. I would argue that personally that does not have the same amount of personhood like a- anywhere in the same realm as a 
born developed human being that is like out of the womb and is like like an adult like an adult woman yeah. who's pregnant their personhood yeah, is no, not I, on the same level okay right and that that's really common but something i, I just want to i just want to point out one second before we before we get back to that is you we ha me and you have just established that this is a difficult philosophical discussion right mm -hmm. so it is because it is hard to determine you know it, a lot of factors come into this and a lot of factors we have to consider and you know philosophers 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 they um you know they they write paper and they discuss this it's a very like you know difficult topic so so to anyone listening that's pro-choice and has ever like hated anyone for being pro-life why do you hate me or why do you hate my opinion because i'm on a different side of a very complex philosophical argument to you like i just come on the other side of this really you know divisive lying and yeah. and it's not as simple as it's a clump of cells it's not as simple as you know i hate um, that argument that is genuinely the worst yeah. argument for any political opinion i've ever but seen it, it, it is because first of all it's just not true like it's just it's completely not true and and for abortion in the uk to be legal up to 28 um weeks is not 24 restrictions um, I think it, it's 24 here. I know it it's 24, 24 here. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, you're right. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Yeah. So 24, which you know, it doesn't make a huge difference. Um, yeah, but, I suppose. Yeah. Um, for it, for it to be, for it to be legal up to that point, and for you to call it a, a blanket term of a clump of cells through that entire like 20, you know, 24 weeks, it's just it's ridiculous. It's and also even in the early abortion. So you know, someone could argue, okay, so it's not. It's a lot of abortions don't happen that late. Okay, and after yeah. actually, right, right. But the thing is, is that even when most abortions happen, so most abortions happen around around eight weeks, right? Mm -hmm. Even then, it has every single organ either like has begun to develop, so it's at some point of development, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, it's not even biologically classifiable as the as cells. Yeah. By, by literally any stretch of the imagination yeah. so so it's just i know and you know let me point out i know a lot of a lot of protesters don't use this argument but it is stupid to deny that a lot you know it's stupid to deny that anyone uses it because all, they do right? all the fat smacks on facebook use it basically <laughs> like yeah uh, the amount of times like i know i know i've you know granted there's there's a few of them very few a uh, small percentage of the pro-choicers I've had debates with were presented actually intelligent arguments. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it, it is an argument that's used and, and, and it's, it's, it is, you know, one that I, you know, I have to deal with almost every single time that I bring up abortion. Yep. You are not correct when you say it's a clump of cells. Um, but going back to what you said about person, uh, about personhood, right? Yeah. Um, the thing is, is a thing is about abortion, about pregnancy, is you have okay, you have this stretch of um one to you know twenty four weeks, which to you know draw some arbitrary line as to what defines or when does personhood begin, right? And the thing is, that I think this is so important to to bring up is that it is arbitrary and it differs from pro, pro choicer to pro choicer. Yeah. So. So if you have two pro-choicers, one says, I draw the line at X, and the other says, I draw the line at Y. So let's say X is earlier, right? So um, 
according to X's definition of when personhood begins, Y has killed a person. Yeah. Right? This does differ because it differs from country to country, it differs from state to state in America. So it does differ. And if, you know, if there is one solid secular line at which to draw, then I genuinely believe that as a society, we have killed millions, well, yeah, millions, hundreds of thousands, if not millions. Do you see persons. the consistency yeah. line, right? I 100% get where you're coming from in regards to <laughs> the most intellectually honest and consistent position to take in, in regards to like where personhood begins. Like the most consistent position is definitely the moment of conception, right? Mm -hmm. But in the circumstances that surround abortion, I do not think that consistency is a, a big enough reason as to like to like completely like ban it or anything. Do you know what I mean? Like Okay. It's like consistency right. itself shouldn't put in the way of someone who's been like like the the, the bureaucracy yeah. and semantics that shouldn't be put in the way of someone who's been raped and is wanting an abortion. I, I know, I know. But the thing is is I want to I you know, I you know, I've said it but I, I want to highlight just how much of an important discussion it is. Oh it definitely is, yeah. Yeah. Of a of a it's so arbitrary and it's so in my opinion, it is just so dangerous that we have all these different countries and states just playing a game of where their own definition of and it's and the reason it's right. So there's this analogy I want to give, right? So I don't know if you've ever heard of this analogy and it's the the hunter in the woods analogy. Have you ever heard of it? Nope. Okay, so you have two people, um oh, let me try to remember this. You have two two friends out hunting in the night, right? Yeah. And um you 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 know, you're standing there, you two are ready to hunt, and one what your friend says, Oh, this I'm a certain point but you're hunting a very, very like dangerous wolf, right? Yeah. You know, yeah, he needs to die, he's really dangerous, right? And you your friend says, Oh, I need to do something, I'll be away, and off he goes into the dark, right? You don't know where he is, you can't see him. And then about 10 minutes later, you hear a rustling in the bushes, right? You can't see it's dark, right? So you're, you don't know whether that's the will for your friend. So you don't know essentially whether it's a person or isn't. So if this, you have this really, you know, dangerous wolf, if you were to shoot, but you know, my philosophical argument is if you were to shoot into those bushes, that would be philosophically, or sorry, morally or ethically reckless, right? Because you don't know whether it is a person or isn't. So you take the kind of, you um you verge on the on safety right so you know you um you don't know whether it's a person so don't shoot it would be reckless to shoot right because you could kill a person sure so i argue this is this is like you know analogous to abortion we don't know um or you know all these lawmakers don't know whether um the fetus has personhood or not so it would be ethically and morally reckless to kill it right to allow the death of it right because yeah, so that's that's essentially what that analogy is, and I, I think it's an important one, um, and you know it relates to the pain as well and that kind of thing. Sure, um, I I would say that like, in terms of that being analogous to abortion, I wouldn't say that it's directly analogous because like, what? there's two different beings involved there that are like threatening you. You know what I mean? Like one is unquestionably a person, whereas mm -hmm. like, the other one will like Im immediately kill you like your life will be indeed like your life is 50 50 whether that thing takes your life in the bushes right. do you know what i mean right but 
let's 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 but even if like even if it wasn't a, an immediate threat to your life like it it the thing is that e- even if it's discard that analogy mm-hmm. it is as it is essentially morally reckless to kill something not knowing whether it is a person or not it, it, it very possibly could be right because you know we see you see developments of the brain from you know as as early as um you know eight weeks so you have the brain development from that point and we know literally essentially nothing about the brain as scientists can i just point out like i know we have neurologists but the brain is so on like you know um we know very little about it so you know it's 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 so difficult and i think it's so important and and it's just something that um that i think is overlooked i think in in the pro-choice argument right because the pro-choice argument it is, well, it's in the name, right? It's all about bodily autonomy mm-hmm. from the pro-choice perspective. Yeah. And I think it, it essentially, you know, most cases, it, it abandons that kind of aspect of it, which I think is incredibly important, you know? Um, I, I do get where you're coming from in terms of, like, we don't know if that's a person or not, but, you know, it's like, regardless of, I, right, Call me an evil bastard if you want, but I th- that mm-hmm. that fetus in that woman's womb is not of the mm-hmm. same moral value that the woman is, right? Just based off like it, it depend. Obviously, it depends what um ethical like framework you're working or framework you're you're going by. But if you're if you're putting it as the like you know the the pleasure pain index type thing, then like it doesn't have that same ability as the woman if you know what i mean yeah well i mean i think this is a this is like a a common argument that you know um we we don't want to um that we as as pro-lifers care more about the the fetus um than we do the mother and it's not i know that's not what you're saying but i i think um there's some part of it that's relevant and what we're essentially doing is we're granting the most basic right to the fetus right right it's yeah the right to life essentially right so we're not so the woman still has her right to, without the right to life all other rights kind of crumble right yeah. so we are granting the right to life to the fetus and to the woman we are not talking about a situation of life or death here where the woman's life is in danger because that's a completely different situation and i think all pro-lifers are kind of just kind of agree just see before Sorry. we continue down yeah um, the line we're going down now are you pro-life under all circumstances i.e in the event of rape or incest or um like, um, like a harm to the mothers and you know the uh, the mother can't have the child or else she's going to die like are you so, so, pro-life in all those circumstances um, rape wait i think rape is its own very very difficult topic that i think we should we should touch on later because yeah. it's something that i i think um you know it can be developed all um, the life to the uh, danger to life with the mother is something I, which I was just about to say. Um, basically, all pro-lifers that you know, I, I think I speak up for the QB pro-life society. I can speak about or uh, for the majority of pro-lifers that I've met and spoken to through TikTok and whatnot. Um, that we agree mm-hmm. that abortion should, or you know, when the mother's life is in danger, um, if nothing can be done for the mother, then abortion is is um you know can be done but the the, the justification oh, sorry i'm touching my mic uh, the justification for that is is that you shouldn't ever be forced to 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 die 
for someone else right? yeah you shouldn't give so, up so 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 okay imagine um imagine there's a there's a car right there's a car tumbling into a river or whatever and you're there's two people in a, a, an old lady that's driving and a, a little baby just newly born you know in the backseat and you only have a chance to save one of them right mm, yeah. um that doesn't mean that the other person not deserving of life right so mm -hmm. even if you know you have to sacrifice one person that does not mean that the other person isn't it doesn't contradict us if that makes sense do you know what i mean that's what i'm trying to say well no no i i do get where you're coming from like it's it's the woman shouldn't have to give up her right to life for like the child to have an opportunity at their right to life you know what i mean i don't think yeah, that anybody's so like gonna expect that the mother give up her right to live in in exactly. favor of the baby having it of course not um uh -huh. but like I don't even know what I'm talking about. I've literally just like completely lost my train of thought there. That's okay, because what I was actually going to say is that very controversially, a very famous pro-life activist in the US, she's called Lila Rose. I don't know if you've heard of her. Nope. Um, she um, essentially said, she came up with this really scandalous uh, statement that um, pro uh, or sorry, abortion is never medically necessary, right? Yep. So obviously that that you know that stirred up a, a good amount of controversy. But what she meant in her defense, now I don't know the ins and outs of the medicine, right? Yeah. But in her defense, what she meant is there's a difference between actively killing the baby and just removing the baby, right? So if you have a um uh like a pregnancy post viability, right, which is past like twenty. We'll say 21 or we'll say actually no we'll say 23 like just roughly because the the youngest baby ever born and survived was 21 weeks old right yeah so um so if you if your life is in danger you know and you're 20 23 24 weeks pregnant right and you needed to have an abortion argument is that a c-section which is apparently i'm just saying you know allegedly less medically invasive and dangerous than an abortion a c-section should take place instead and the the um the medical staff should try and do everything they can for the baby right so that's the that's the argument she was given it's it's different because past viability you have 100 percent a fetus that can think and feed right 100 yeah. percent like there's basically no doubt about it so you what happens in a third trimester abortion is the baby's head is based essentially ripped off right um Yum. or well actually right so so um so you have a very, very, you know, invasive, very traumatic abortion. So her argument was try to save the baby, right? Which yeah. I, you know, if nothing, if if a C-section can't be done, and for, which doesn't really make sense, right? It, it, you know, if you can't do a C-section, they probably can't do an abortion either, right? Um, but you know, it makes sense since the fetus can 100% think and fail. Like I, I supported her in that regard, but it gets a bit more complicated when you're pre-viability because the you know the baby won't survive outside yeah. you know so you have to actively kill it or take it out and let it die to save the mother yeah which that is i think where she could be wrong um and i just wanted to point out that you know i'm not you know only fresh year medical student you know I, I don't know my ins and outs of abortion in the third trimester but um or pre-viability even but um, yeah, that was the argument, and I kind of agree with her, and kind of don't. So I just, I just wanted to say that because I thought. Um, I mean, like in, her, it, I, I, I don't see why 
like it would be required that the mother have an abortion it, in like post viability like if the baby can survive then why would you like i'm, I'm genuinely it's, like curious as to why you would abort the child yeah me too me too but, but something that's that's very commonly used and i hear this a lot from pro-choicers is you know because i think personally think wrongly pro-lifers often use like photos of grown you know n- you know newborns to you say look killing this is wrong i don't agree with that because personally i think that did you, you just know, say roman newborns what did i say did you say roman no i said new grown newborns i got my words mixed up I oh i thought grown you said newborns. oh right or yeah, newly okay. born newborns <laughs> right yeah. you know what i meant yeah but like um i've had a sign truck in here but like um um, you know, I, I, why shouldn't they use just photos of, you know, of six-week-old fetuses since we believe we are defending the right to life, right? Yeah. I've completely forgotten what I was saying. What was I saying? What was I talking about? I don't even I know. I've completely <laughs> forgotten as well. I completely lost my, right. my trailer. Basically, there's all these questions here that are, like, specific scenarios about um, pro-life and what, 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 do you, what is your take on them and do you think they should be permissible, right? The first one is... Um, the, the first one is what you just answered about, about basically, are you pro-life under any circumstance? Or on, under all circumstances? Is there any, is there um, anywhere you grant an exemption? Um, um, well, well, the rape ones, um, the rape one is an, um, an interesting one, right? And, and it's, for me, it's very, very difficult. Um, and it, it's difficult because rape is so traumatic to a woman. Right, yeah. and you know it is. It's the, one of the most horrible things that can possibly happen to someone, and um, it's difficult for me. Right here, here, here's why it's difficult, because if I think about what is what I'm defending, and I'm defending the right to the unborn in the womb, then a lot of people, um, you know, like to bring up specific um scenarios, right? So mm-hmm. they like to bring up like, what if, what if she's the woman's really poor, right? What if um. Uh, she you know x y and z is going to happen to her right and um and you compare like um different women in different situ- situations right yeah but the thing the thing the thing with that to me is that pregnancy and what is inside the woman right is is it's completely objective right it, it's just it's ir- irrelevant of the outside circumstances right so i am defending the right to the unborn i think bodily autonomy does not right grant you the the right to take away um a fetus's life right so in that's what i'm defending yeah. so if you have two women one really poor you know um really poor like in really bad a financial situation and a, another woman right who um is really really rich and just doesn't you know doesn't want her to have like wrinkles or saggy boobs after she's given birth so they both have abortions right so some person could say, well, that, that rich woman, her her reason for getting an abortion is completely evil, right? Because she's just doing it to be selfish. But the other the other woman, she's doing it because she actually is in a difficult situation, right? Yeah. And while I get that, the thing is, is that let's say they're both at like 10 weeks gestation, right? What is inside their womb does not change based on their circumstance or the reason for the abortion, right? So the, the fetus, it can feel, it can think or if it you know can do those things exactly the same regardless of the reason the woman is getting the abortion right and because that is what i am defending this is where rape gets difficult 
Yeah. And it gets difficult because I'm thinking in my head, okay, so I, I believe the fetus is a fully autonomous person who deserves the right to life. And um, and on, on the one hand, I completely understand this woman did not consent to be pregnant. This woman did not consent to any aspect of this. And yet she's being subjected to it. And obviously with an abortion is, you know, I completely am sympathetic to that, you know, that decision she made. But in my head, I'm thinking that, the, you know, the fetus, it, it, what is experiencing, what is it's, it's happening inside is, hasn't changed. So what I, I've kind of come to like a... But I think, you know, when mm -hmm. it comes to like this, right, far enough, I agree with you that the fetus is like the fetus's life is irrespective of the circumstances right but when it comes to rape the like problem doesn't lie with the fetus it's not that the, the fetus becomes less worth it when it's a it's a, a product of rape it's the fact that mm -hmm. that child has a much more significant impact if born or like if it's assuming that it's a child who's a product of rape and it's born to a mother that child is going to have a much more harmful impact than a child of a woman who simply had an unwanted pregnancy from a consensual one-night stand in terms of like psychological right, damage right, right. i you know what you mean to the to the baby or to the woman no right okay if you have a child who's a product of a time that you were raped that can i i would assume for the woman that is a stark and constant reminder of the horrors of her past as opposed to some woman who is like, okay. I didn't really want a kid, but now I have one. And right, interesting you say that because most rape victims who are become pregnant as a result of the rape actually keep their child, right? And that yeah, you know, is because rape is traumatizing, right? Yeah. And I'm not saying they're traumatizing to the same degree as or that their that their rape is anywhere comparable to abortion. Um I'm just saying that uh well, I forgot what I was gonna say. Uh, you were talking about rape and abortion and I assume you were going to go down the line that rape and abortion have similar psychological impacts on the woman. Oh, oh, yeah, I would oh, assume. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, that's, sorry, that's what I was talking about. The, the abortion is traumatising as well. Right? Yes, definitely. That, imagine, imagine you're in this situation, right? You've uh -huh. just been raped. You you know, you're pregnant and, and you're like, I just went through this entire, like, thing of traumatising events and now I have to, like, go through another. I have to either take a pill that miscarries my baby and I have to, or, you know, or fetus or whatever you want to call it, that literally I'd be bleeding for weeks and it, it, I can physically see the child come out of me. Like, what the fuck? Or, you know, that's what happens. With Are you the, serious? With the, you know, you know the, well, the abortion pill, yeah. That's, like you, that's you terrifying. The child. So it is, right? That's the reason most rape victims who become pregnant as a result of the rape do not get abortions, right? Yeah. So, so I've so what I was what I was going to say is I've kind of, kind of come to to an agreement with myself that I don't morally agree with it, but I don't think I if I were ever in a position to to make a law I don't think I would ever I like I don't know if that's a word like yeah, I don't know if I'd ever ban it. You would never criminalize you know I mean? like abortion criminalize after a rape yeah because of rape. But that that's that leads us to a very interesting pro-choice argument, right? Which rape, which this argument kind of convinced me to not make re uh, abortion the uh, instance of rape illegal. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the violinist argument? I have not. I'm not a 
a pro-life really? pro-choice right, expert so, definitely so, not. So, so oh shit no i have i have part of this i have part of this yeah right right yeah yeah so it's a yeah. very very popular pro-choice argument and basically yeah. what it is is it's, it's saying that that okay so it, i might get this wrong correct me if i if i get it wrong at any point right um mm -hmm. but uh what so so let's say you have this really like famous violinist right and um he like is in a car crash or something right and um he is losing blood or something or i don't know you he has a very unique blood type and only only you have that other blood type or or whatever and you need to be connected to him for for nine months to save his life right um and um and you wake up you're being kidnapped right you've been attached to him and the doctors tell you you have to be you know attached to him for nine months to save his life and the argument is that even though the violin or the violin yeah the violinist is a completely autonomous person with personhood you have the right to disconnect yourself from him because you know you you didn't consent to be put in that situation right mm -hmm. so this this i forget her name i really should know her name the the woman who proposed this um this argument but but my main problem with it is is that it works for rape right it, it, it works for rape because you didn't consent to have sex right mm -hmm. um but you had to in order to become pregnant you had to 99 percent of the time right because um abortions to those over rape happen about you know less than less than one yeah it's like time, it's like right? one or two percent yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's quite small right but that doesn't that doesn't really matter right um you had to commit you know you had to do an act knowing that it will it could potentially result in a pregnancy right now people say consent to sex and consent to pregnancy right so let, let's just think about what sex is right so, so, so sex is um like I'm yeah i'm not a, saying it's purely for the, the purpose of like <laughs> 13 like, again right, so, <laughs> 13 i i was never given the talk neither I was, was i asked to read it <laughs> and oh, then had it came to a sex stage and i was really traumatized just a little fun fact that's um, lovely but no <laughs> yeah wasn't it i just thought i'm pretty sure i had a nice picture of a vagina and a penis you know lovely well, um I, <laughs> well, sure it was a lovely read it? um you're talking about the violinist <laughs> yeah. argument and that 99 percent okay. of the time sex is consensual okay so you have to, and people say okay first of all in the u.s or something about people that had abortions 50 percent of the time weren't using contraception um in the time leading up to their is this abortion. in the u.s i'm pretty sure yeah i um the the reason for that and i'm sorry to interrupt you but i the reason for that is most definitely to do with the extreme religiosity of that country though because like mm. i yeah I, you could be definitely right. yeah, you could be right yeah, because like obviously right, yeah. that country is overwhelmingly christian and i feel like yeah, I mean, I would say that we say it in priests in regards to, at least Catholic priests, in regards to, like, sexual repression, it builds up and then eventually you just snap. You know what? You know what? You, you bring up a very interesting point. And it, wait, can we come back to it? And I'll just finish what I was saying. And yeah, then, that's and right. Then we'll, we can come back, we'll come back to, to religion because it's, it's, actually, it's actually something that I do want to talk about. Of course. Um, so... So regardless of the reason for them not using contraception, right? Yeah. It's it's they didn't use it. So right, mm -hmm. and so fifty that's fifty percent, and a good proportion. I don't remember exactly how much, but a proportion of 
once it did weren't using it properly or, or regularly or whatever right so sex is essentially it's kind of it is it is for you know for pleasure as well because there's you know anatomy and um, made for that but it is it, that's literally optimized to get you pregnant it is optimized to do that right the the you know it, that's what your body wants to happen right yeah so so you have to you know you have to think it is it, i don't think they're comparable at all right because you didn't consent to the, the you being kidnapped and connected to the violinist at all like that just wasn't you know but mm-hmm. you have to have sex nine times of the time to get pregnant right and it, it you know you have to be aware that you know obviously I, I support good sex education so I, I think people should be told that all contraception um isn't 100 effective right yep. um, and another thing another problem with the violinist argument is that don't be an asshole stay connected to him like people take this huge like libertarian approach that um that you know that you have you know don't be an asshole don't you know you could be walking straight into someone and um and uh you have you have the right to walk right in you you know you don't have to move out of the way but just do it just be a decent person you know if i i think you know if you didn't stay connected to him that you know i question you you know i i would say i think that that's like a person in my opinion would be completely justified stepping away from that violinist and i would have no questions about it whatsoever like the yeah because right okay say if i don't know say it's like i i I don't know what the like it's it's obviously a hypothetical question so there's not going to be any like you know insane detail about it but like being um, forced to literally give up bodily autonomy and this is this is even worse than pregnancy in terms of giving up bodily autonomy because you're yeah, gonna have to move. yeah you're gonna have to stay by, beside this yeah, person yeah, yeah. for nine months do you know what i mean but yeah but you actually you bring up another point is that you know it's not really comparable because you 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 know up to like the later couple of months you are really able to do everything like it's not com- exactly comparable but i do on the other hand think it is a good argument for rape right um you know when it, it did i i find a way around it because you know i like to think about these things but the, i find a way around it essentially so i i i, I can't really argue against it mm. um so the, so that's um so yeah that that's my 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 thoughts on rape but obviously i would just like to say that like every single person at the qb pro-life society um, anyone that I've ever spoken to that's pro-life, you know, on TikTok or whatever, has huge, immense sympathy for anyone that's ever been raped. And we don't um, think that you're an evil person for, for choosing abortion. And we don't think you're horrendous and you're evil and you're a monster. Like, none of us think that. Um, so, yeah, I just want to say that. Um, right. Now, now we'll get on to religion. I've, I'll actually, I'll just ask you the questions that, like, people entered. So it's, like, going to be a mix of, of religion and... Um, like abortion stuff right this mm-hmm. um why don't you follow right i already know what your answer is to this by the way but i'm gonna ask it anyway because a lot of people don't know about the old and new covenants why don't you oh, follow I love, I'm gonna, are, you, are, you gonna, are you gonna ask me why why i mix my materials and why i eat pork no no hold on no. why don't no. you follow other parts of the bible that are deemed not acceptable ah. for example stoning yeah. your wife for infidelity paying a girl's father after a rape why don't you follow that? Because we're not supposed to, right? If you'd actually read the New Testament, if you read any part of the Bible, honestly, and don't just pick stuff that, like, you know, suits you, we aren't meant to. And this is 
made clear in almost every single letter um, that Paul writes, and it's about the new covenant, right? That you had all these, you had no sacrifice of Jesus back in the Old Testament, right? The laws that were made back then were made for Old Testament Jews, essentially, right? So um, they were made specifically for them. They had to, you know, they had a specific um, ritual, they had specific rituals and stuff like that. We don't abide by it, and it's not because we don't abide by it, because we just don't feel like it. We don't abide by it because Jesus literally said he literally, you know, abolished Old Covenant with his his death and resurrection. So, and that's said many times throughout um throughout the New Testament. So yeah, we're because we're literally totally. But that does not mean I support the things in the Old Testament. Like I I don't have a justification for them. Honestly, I like I don't. I right? so. Well, I'm. I, this is this is this isn't me like trying to catch anything, but I don't understand how you can like. You would say that you have a you know you worship God and you have a relationship with God. Um. Well. 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 Recently well. well yeah, yeah. But yeah. generally, generally, you would. Right. Personally, I don't understand how you can like morally have that relationship with that God when regardless of whether or not he outlawed it afterwards yeah, like he, yeah, he, he obviously he actively condoned slavery he actively condoned like the endless genocide of the old testament and also yeah. i'm going to interrupt myself here if you're a jew who believes that the old testament is perfectly moral you're an absolute fucking simpleton and i hate you um because I'm like no i'm like i'm sorry but the stuff Dude, in the old yeah, that's okay. yeah, yeah, I know what the, you mean. like for for jews who don't have the out of okay the covenants are different and you honestly believe that genital mutilation of children uh the genocide the slavery and everything else in the old testament is moral you're a moral disgrace um but back to what i was saying about like the the morality of the um the christian god or the Christian interpretation. Like, I don't understand how you can have a moral relationship with that person or that being when they sanctioned all the horrors of the Old Testament. I, 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 yeah, I know. And honestly, I honestly, I don't know. Like, because I honestly don't. I, I, yeah. You know, unfortunately, it's been something that I've been struggling with for a while because I ask myself these questions and I honestly, honestly don't know. I, I, I think about it and I... I, I wish I, I you know I, I brushed up on my stats for you know pro life and porn for this podcast, but oh I, the porn we'll I get that later. Oh yes, but I didn't. I specifically didn't look at any theology. Yeah. And the reason why I didn't do that is because it would it would be dishonest because it is not. It's you know pro life and being anti porn and whatever something that I'll, regardless of my religious standpoint, I'll always be against. Mm-hmm. But I. It would be like dishonest of me to like um pretend like i have solutions to the problems that you know i've been playing in my head when i when i don't yeah. you know i don't i don't understand it's been something that's like caused me issues you know with yeah. with my faith so um um just I, I i sorry yeah um this is just like obviously i'm sure you've heard this verse plenty as a as a vocal christian um but basically the, the type of stuff i'm talking about is for example exodus 21 
or Exodus 21, uh, verse 20 to 21, um, anyone who beats their male or female slave with a rod must be punished if the slave dies as a direct result, but they are not to be punished if the slave recovers after a day or two since the slave is their property. It's stuff like that that personally I find, and I'm sure I you know. do as well, Magda, that it's yeah. like morally extremely problematic. Yeah, but the, well, the Christian, right, the Christian response to this, I, you know, I, I like to say regardless of whether or not I, I, you know, continue to be a Christian or don't, I will always defend Christianity. Yeah. Um, because I feel like it is given so much hate and so much, like, backlash. And it's something that's really close to my heart as well. Like, you know, I, I grew of up course. Christian, so, you know, so, so it's very difficult, you know, to hear, you mm -hmm. know, the atheist arguments. It is. It's like literally it's literally painful to hear them sometimes right well not so much anymore but it used to yeah. be so i will always find christianity um but i i honestly i i don't know that well the, the what i was gonna say was the christian response to it is that um god cannot murder people in the death well we're talking about the genocide here right that's just the first one came into my head yeah god cannot murder people the same way humans murder people right by definition because yeah you know you, you don't have a right to like murder someone you don't have the right to take someone's life mm -hmm. an abortion right i'm just saying um but um <laughs> you i'm just put that in there you don't have the right to take someone's life you don't you don't give them that you know you don't have the, you, there's no connection to you and the person even if the person was like suicidal and you like stab them in the chest like even though they wanted to die you're still wrong in doing that because you know it, it's 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 murder you you have no right but the, but the, I, I made that clear but the thing with god is is that he gave you life right so even if you know the classic like frank turek that kind of um frank turek frank turek is literally a human megaphone like i've seen debates <laughs> with him where he's sitting on stage in front of like a room a massive like expansive room of like thousands yeah. of people and he is just projecting his voice so loudly yeah, it's insane he's such a lad he's such a lad i love him i, I haven't listened to him he's so long he's but. probably like one of my favorite christian apologists he is he is good isn't he but what well, well, you know what that classic response is is that if if god is real then him killing people isn't murder it's just relocation right so it's just you know, you know you're just you're just putting a person from one place to another and yeah. he has he, even even if it wasn't he has the right to to do whatever you want he wants with your life a because he knows more about it he knows you know the consequences of your life regardless of you know um whether you lived or died or you know um he knows everything he knows more about your life he knows more about what would have went well wrong whatever right so he he has the right to take a life he made right so that's that's the kind of that's the kind of response to that which i don't know how i, how I obviously about, right? obviously like the, the the response that i'm going to give to that is does the same thing apply to a parent who has a child and if not why does that person and that, that parent right. get that special exception right but, but from the from the christian perspective the, the parents didn't make the life god did right mm -hmm. so they they god can literally control the movement of every sperm like if he hadn't wanted you to get pregnant he wouldn't have made you pregnant essentially right yeah. so so even in the case of pregnancy god still gave you the life right so he's not made the life that's a christian perspective um so so that's the and, and also with regards and this is a you know quite a, quite a basic christian apologist um 
view, but it's that you there's no objective morality in Fight Club. I'm yeah. sure you've heard that one before. Yeah, of course, of course. I, so, um, actually, you have no definition. Yeah. Um, sorry to interrupt, but there, the, no. uh, there was, the, I, I never thought that these people actually existed until I actually, like, a guy actually hit me with it, and we were like in in town and we were talking to these guys. And we were talking about morality, and he actually told mm-hmm. me that I cannot have any semblance of what morality is, um, because I don't believe in God. He was like, I, "Why, why can't you just like stab your man in the face?" And I was like, "Mate, what are you like? Are you actually?" So- Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I wasn't. I wasn't saying anything. Um, I know, but I I'll think, start think, screaming if I, I start thinking about him. <laughs> but okay, so. I don't. He doesn't represent the 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 popular Christian apologists in that view because Christian oh, yeah, of course apologists not, say of course you know, that no, but, but you know, I'm not even talking about what he said. I'm talking about that they hold the view that everyone, even if they're atheists, are moral. It's like and a, they're moral because God gave you morality written right? in your so, heart. Thanks. Yeah, essentially, right. So, so, um, um, they they believe that you can have morals, but you have no like ground for them. Almost, it's like you them. This is what they say. Obviously, I'm I'm just using yeah. their argument. They say that that um you see things are wrong, but you have no reason to believe that they are wrong because you have no standard. Mm-hmm. So that well, that's what that uh, that response would, to that would be that you can't call that slavery immoral because you have no standard of of good and evil without God, right? Yeah. So that's that would be the response to the Old Testament things, but you know. As, as I said, it's something that I'm, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I've been struggling with for a while. So, like, obviously, I'm just presenting their arguments. It's not necessarily things I, I agree with, you know. Yeah. Um, this next question: Do you think what you are? Well, actually, I suppose you're like sort of questioning, so that might not be as applicable. But do you think that a, a belief in, well, say, do you think a belief in Christianity is a rational thing? Like, like it? Yeah. Well, why not? Like. Like the thing is that the, the the beginning of the beginning of the universe and how everything came to be is you know intelligent design and all that like it's completely a, a very valid philosophical like question to have so to have an answer to that that is uh you know uh, a maximally great being why can't that be right and the thing that makes Christianity even more rational right is that people often say well right. I'm not just talking about Christianity here. This applies to Islam as well. But like, um, they say, well, if if God was real, why wouldn't He say this and this? And the thing is, like, God did communicate with us, right? If you think about it this way, if if God, if there was an intelligent, maximally great being, if He were to he were to communicate with the Earth, how would He do it? If He wanted to to pass on what He thought a guide for how to live, how would He do it? Right? He wouldn't just just say it once because obviously word of mouth is you know it's not um reliable he wouldn't like constantly implant it into your head because he wants to give you free will yeah. right so what does he do he puts it in writing so he he divinely inspires people to write down his word and they write it down it's preserved and it's spread through generations and everyone almost everyone has an access has access to his written word is written you know so that yeah i forget why i mentioned that but um but oh yeah because christianity is rational so you know you have it this applies to islam as well because we're talking about religions but yeah you have you have it you have a maximally gripping right so if you have i'm about to say something that could be quite controversial right sure but it is it is quite and you know i want to be careful what i say right but it is quite 
irrational to believe in spirituality but not a maximally great being so what i mean by that is if you believe in astrology let's say you're you no, have to believe i'm just saying whether you believe in a maximally great being or not if you believe in astrology you're a fucking idiot <laughs> right but I'm continue, no continue. What, I, what, I'm saying, <laughs> what i'm saying what i'm saying is that you have to believe that people were designated these personalities you have to believe that right essentially essentially what you know astrology is you know my very minimal understanding of it is that is that the arrangement of the stars you know gives you like, when you were born like I don't know, under them or whatever? I don't really know. Yeah, I don't even um, know. It spawns in your personality. <laughs> you, yeah, it, it delegates your personality. So it has to be some delegation, right? There has to be some message in, in these. They have to mean something, these this, this these constellations or whatever. They have to mean something. And nothing can get a meaning across unless it has like a, a, something to give it meaning. Like a, like a, you know, so it would make the most sense if you had a mentally great being and an, an intelligence behind them. And if you don't believe in that intelligence behind astrology then you know like I, i'm sorry it just doesn't really make philosophical Sh sense and if you're offended by what i just said or if you believe in astrology you should be put uh, down chances are you don't believe in god so you believe that my what i believe is irrational and i'm you know criticizing what you believe we are allowed to criticize what each other believe if you came to me and gave me my your criticisms of christianity i take them on board 100 percent and i discuss them with you because i think as human beings we should have rational discussions about things that we think rational or not rational so mm -hmm. if you are offended by what i just said you no know, i i'm not offended that you think christianity is bull crap right i'm trying not to swear which is why you know um and so bull crap so <laughs> I'm, 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 i don't think i, I swore i'm trying to be you didn't you didn't swear you're fine uh um so yeah so that's what i think um so i went on a complete tangent but yeah basically that's all all i'm saying is that Christianity is rational. I think rational. Christianity is, is rational. And um, you can have, you know, your problems with it, but that doesn't mean, you know, would I say Islam is rational? Yeah. Like, why not? Like, it, make, it makes, you know, um, yeah. obviously I have my own issues with it because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm Christian. So obviously by nature of being Christian, I oppose Islam. And by nature of being Islam, uh, um, a Muslim, you oppose Christianity. Like, it's just, you know, so. Um, you see, as yeah, well, the like truth of your ideas, um, before we move on to this brilliant question about black Jesus, um, do, right. like the, 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 the truth of your ideas has no impact on the rationality of them. I mean, personally, like if you're like trying to, if you're putting together like well-argued philosophical syllogisms and points, that's perfectly fine. And I think that's a rational belief in Christianity. But if you take your mm -hmm. religion, regardless of what it is, if you take that on faith, that is irrational, I feel. If you, right, yeah. like, if you take yeah, a strict on means, faith. That makes sense. Yeah. I, no, I, I think I agree with you. Um, do you support BLM? Um, I, yeah, I, I mean, I think so. Like, it's not, it's not something I, you know, I've been very active in, but like, it, it, it makes sense, doesn't it? That like, yeah. the police are, 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 um, are very brutal in America. Full stop. Like not, you know, not even disregarding race in this situation. They are just brutal. Like, yeah. These, men like put out their guns Third like they're country. Engaged, right yeah literally right and i haven't looked into the statistics of this but I, I don't think it overly matters because even if proportionally black people were um targeted less by police than they were by white people that doesn't like that doesn't nullify black lives matter right yeah because nowhere in the title black lives matter does it say black lives are like 
the most affected, right? So, like, you're allowed to be focused on one singular issue, regardless or not, you know, whether or not it's um, it's the biggest issue in the world. Yeah. Right. So it so it, it makes it makes sense to me that it's it's you know, it's like it's like men always men always complain that uh, that feminism does nothing for men, which one isn't true. But two, even if it didn't, that doesn't nullify feminism. Feminism. Yeah. People are allowed to make movements specifically targeted towards one particular group like you know the american like diabetes association or something nobody's going to go up to them and be like why don't you care about cancer cancer is a bigger issue yeah nobody's saying that right do you know, because you're lo- do you know why yeah. i always hear this and this really grinds my gears uh-huh. um it is when like people are like um oh so you're pro-life do you care about adoption agencies but it's like pro-life is a is a movement centered yeah. around abortion not it. But the you know funny I mean? thing is, is the Christians are twice as likely to adopt the non-Christians, and Christians are also more likely to be pro-life. So actually, pro-life people are actually adopting children. Well, and also I hate to, shitty atheists. <laughs> I also have to say that um, pro-choicers love to say, "Well, what if it ends up in foster care?" So you think it's better dead? Like, yeah. I the thing, the thing that that you, some of these pro-choice arguments are just eugenics <laughs> like there's literally no way around it like the fact that um someone would say well what if it ends up disabled so you believe that disabled people in your opinion are are, are less deserving of life and I, I, while we're on the sorry i've completely diverted but i i think yeah. it's an important to mention if you agree with the current uk law that uh, people with down syndrome are allowed to be aborted up to birth that's horrifying that is horrifying you are a eugenicist there's no way around it you are a eugen- you are a eugenicist you support eugenics you're disgusting i want nothing to do with you the fact that that um that a fetus with no disabilities has a cutoff but a, a, a fetus or baby with down syndrome can be aborted up to birth i'm just saying you're right? essentially telling that sorry you're let me just finish this yeah, that's fine, you're essentially telling Sorry, that sounded so rude. You're That's essentially right. telling people with Down syndrome that their life is worth less than a person without Down syndrome, and it is disgusting. And if you support it, I want nothing to do with you. You're you vile. Okay, that's all I wanted to say. Go ahead. Right before we move on, that is exactly what they're saying about you for being pro-life. Um, do you believe Jesus was a black? Uh, no, because he wasn't. He was Middle Eastern. So yeah. He was, you know, a Jewish Middle Eastern guy. So like, let me just right. So so people are so concerned that people are whitewashing jesus aren't yeah. you doing like kind of the same thing by like saying he's black when he wasn't yeah i don't know so, about that. so, you're, so, so <laughs> you're you know ignoring his his jewish middle eastern identity just see when people don't like people are like i hate jews because they killed jesus it's like jesus was like I, like jesus yeah. what about jesus you know, you know, I don't know if you i'm in a lot of facebook groups and i'm in some like christian and and cons- I'm literally going to leave the conservative ones because they're they disgust me honestly. Um, Fair enough. But um, I'll, I'll tell you why in a second. But um, but they they are so anti-Semitic, and it's because Jews killed Jesus and Jews, <sighs> you know, they have the they Fucking have idiots. this view about Jews. What is it? Like they're so anti-Semitic. But uh, let me just point out that uh, recently AOC came out with the fact that she was sexually assaulted. 
which you know i i think she's a, she's i don't agree with her political opinions but you know she's a bit of a queen like you know she's really pretty you know she, she's Yo. a really young active in politics so like she's very admirable like what, what what's there not to like about her apart from her politics because i'm actually able to see past that you know but so so sure. um <laughs> exactly so right so she said she and she was talking about her the events in the capital how scary they were for her and that she, she thought she was gonna die she thought she was gonna get raped I think that's what she said anyway i don't listen to the whole thing but people in this this um conservative american conservative group were saying that she's just using it to like push her views and like oh some one comment was i quote i bet she just got her ass slapped as a, a bartender and now she's complaining um that's literally sexual assault like that's literally sexual assault so she's is allowed to actually complain about that so it made me so angry and i was like <laughs> yeah. i'm very sorry <laughs> Uh, you're you, you there's a very small percentage of american conservatives are so wound up that like, politics is a religion and they physically cannot like rape is only they think that rape is only bad when it happens to their side but but when so, I, I, aoc is sexually assaulted it's suddenly a political move like they just disgust me like that very small percentage of american conservatives just disgust me and i hate them well um how about yeah. this as a follow-up question if you but, lived in america would you have voted for donald trump um i i don't know because i honestly don't know because i didn't research him right so so and people are gonna like literally hate me for saying that but i i would have to research what the policy of every person is uh that i would potentially vote for and can i just say that there's if you do the research right if you know there's nothing wrong being a, a republican there's nothing wrong being a democrat there's there's nothing wrong with that so if you value values x y and z and you believe trump will uphold those values then naturally you're going to vote for him and if you believe that biden will uphold values x y and z so naturally you're going to vote for him but can i just point out that if you voted for biden you're no better than a trump supporter like i'm just right? that's facts like, like they're both evil men evil evil pedophiles evil sex evil sexual assaulters like the fact people were so so angry about brent kavanaugh like you know if he is a you know, naturally people are allowed to be skeptical and angry if he was accused of sexual assault. That's normal. But I'm saying if you are so angry about Brent Kavanaugh, but don't hold Biden to the same standard, and you think him winning is some sort of leftist victory, you're just ignorant and stupid, right? Because it isn't. Because what you're essentially American politics is, is you're given a choice between two pedophiles, two sexual assaulters, two racists, two sexists. So that kind of evens the playing field in that regard right because you have no other choice essentially right because if you vote for anyone else you've thrown it away about which is stupid and i hate american politics um i but, hate politics uh, full stop <laughs> yeah uh, yeah me too kind of but you have these other values which from which to base your vote off of so i don't know because i don't know what um what trump would have done for the things i care about which can i just point out that he actually did do some really good things and um <gasps> i can't remember off the, off the top of my head what they are but, but it is it you know because you know i sound so so trump supporting when i say this but I, but nobody hated him before he ran for president like nobody hated him nobody thought he was racist which he probably is but like um i don't i don't i'm not too sure about that but like the fact that people would just <laughs> that they had no ish oh yeah you know, trump didn't invade invade a single country his entire presidency but obama like killed like thousands of people in the middle east and you're sweet with obama and he won a nobel peace prize but what trump's trump's literally killed less people than obama and you know i'm to be fair to communists sorry sorry to be fair to communists they hate both of them so i think people like my lovely friend amelia mcdowell 
is 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 you know she's a consistent in that regard but yeah that's that's all i want to say about i am um, i honestly like would not like you know barack obama could get hands on and kill as many people as he wanted and i would still give him a nobel peace prize just based off how presidential he is like i'm sorry but that uh, man he's, drips he's drips confidence and just everything yeah, you could ask for in a president like i'm sorry he's so yeah. suave um, yeah he is he actually has much and trump just doesn't and trump's just this clunky fat like you know moron. Uh, there's nothing wrong being fat there's nothing wrong being fat you know i was just saying that he doesn't come off the most you know like looking nice magda looking, like, i i don't think that anyone is going to be insulted when you call donald trump a fat cunt i don't think okay, anyone's going to be disgusted by that people aren't going to hate me because yeah anything i say um, seems to me okay if your daughter or son was raped would you make them have the baby if you knew it would give them depression and other severe mental health issues in the future and the child would too as it didn't have the correct upbringing okay right so um I don't know what I would do because I can't imagine being in that situation ever and that would be the most difficult and traumatic decision and I'd obviously um first of all okay first of all you're assuming that one my child would want to abort it two you're assuming that they would be pro-choice you're assuming that um that you know god forbid they were ever like raped um um they would have severe all these issues so you're putting you're creating the most the most rare the most you know, happens one in a million, you know, situation to justify abortion for any reason. So, okay, you use that example. Whoever asked that question, you use that example. You've definitely, I'm, Do you use you've abort? definitely went into that too much. That was. <laughs> well, it's a difficult situation. I don't know what I'm doing because I'm clearly, you know, um, and the answer is I don't know, right? But, yeah, fair enough. But what I what I'm trying to say, when people use arguments like this. You are. You, that person has this. I, I 100% you support abortion for any reason. It's up to the person, right? So why use the most extreme example to justify a blanket abortion, you know, legislation? Like, it just makes no sense. Just if you, if you believe that abortion should happen for any reason, you know, don't use this, uh, this situation. And also one thing, um, actually, no, I'm not going to get into that. It doesn't matter. Just move on to the next question because I don't want to go into other This is, this is from our mutual friend, Aaron Thorne. If God exists, why does my ass hurt? <laughs> what? Next question. Aaron, yeah. <laughs> what, what would you do if your life was at risk if you were to give birth to a baby? Would you abort it? If that was obviously the only option, then yeah. very, I mean, very, very reluctantly, very traumatically with regretting it for the rest of my life. Um, probably if I had no other choice. That's fair like enough. you know, like if you if you think about this right in the topic of pregnancy, right? So that's when it, you know usually an embryo is meant to implant in the uterine wall, but um in a in a topic of pregnancy implants in the fallopian tubes, right? Mm-hmm. So that nothing can be done. It has to be taken. It has to be aborted. And that is like kind of analogous to um well I would say to like life support kind of like someone on life support and you know there's nothing that can be done for them that the machine has to be switched off essentially right nothing can be done there's no potential like there's no there's no you know there's no possibility that they could live so it's it's very i think it's it's very different and you know i i recognize there are situations like that and me being against abortion does not you know include situations like that um this is a real philosophical and 
well put together question about yeah. the existence of God. God isn't real. Um, next question on pro life: Will they adopt? <laughs> will you adopt an unwanted child? Um, I you know I'm only nineteen. Like, I haven't thought really thought about having kids, but I would never exclude it. Like you know, yeah. why, why why would I? Like I, if I you know, obviously every parent like tries to you know get pregnant naturally, but like um. If I couldn't, like, you know, carry a child or something, um, then I would 100%. And even if I could, like, I'd look into it. Like, there's so many, like, poor, like, children out there. I've just come from such terrible houses or homes even. And, uh, they're, you know, they're abusive. And I, like, I, if I, I think if I, like, ever visited an adoption center, I think I'd, like, I'd adopt them all. Back so, there. yeah. And, uh, and also, like, I'd also like to point out that me being pro-life, I'm not obligated to uh, adopt anyone, right? Because... Just because you know, you you see a homeless person on the street, you don't want them to be homeless. You're against that injustice of them being homeless. That doesn't mean you have to take in every homeless person into your house, right? So as you know, it's you know you're not obligated to to single handedly solve um a problem if if you're if you're against it. Do you know what I mean? I'm just saying, what would have stopped all well, those problems? Abortions. Since IVF clinics also create and discard fertilized embryos, would you be in favor of outlawing IVF? Um, probably not. No. Um, the reason I say that is because while I, you know, talking about abortion, even the third trimester, when even when you know there's a little skeleton, even when it's at its earliest stages and it has all its little organs and its, its little myocytes, which are its its uh, heart, you know, cardiac muscles, um, when they're starting to beat at very very early weeks. I cannot physically look at an embryo and see a human. That's far enough. Do you know what I mean? That's what. That's why I'm not against the Plan B pill, right? Which is it essentially like it, it stops the implantation of an embryo into the uterine wall because I can't physically look. I think for an embryo, that is the only like literally the day or a couple of days after conception. That is the only time the clump of cells argument could like. It, like remotely be used you know so i don't think i don't think i could ever justify it secularly if you know what i mean which i am a secular pro-lifer which means like it, even if i stopped believing in god entirely then i I would stop you know i would never stop being pro-life yeah. so yeah that's my um, right this is the first time i've ever heard this argument so and like i it is that ridiculous that i don't think we're going to need to spend any time on it opinions on the argument that all men should get vasectomies until they are able to be a father um fuck off what are you on about i'm trying I'm, I'm literally trying to like go through this argument in my head they're like stop if you want to stop abortion get a vasectomy right what? but like first of all it you know it takes two people to have sex and it takes two people to use contraception because you you know you both have to agree to use the contraception but also like a vasectomies people are like vasectomies are reversible not always yeah i know like they're like you're like for, for a very small like percentage i'm pretty sure they're so it's just ridiculous like i what's that got to do with me? I, that's honestly the first time i've ever heard that do you think it is important this is from amelia mcdowell do you think it's important to take others opinions into account yeah absolutely i mean glad I mean, we're in agreement I, I, for once <laughs> i would have never become pro-life had i not listened i was very pro-choice in my email face can i say like i you know, you know, my dad, my family being very, very Christian, I argued with my dad, but I was like, but it's a choice. 
it's her choice, right? Obviously, you know, very philosophically, you know, in depth, but um, Compass says. I was very, I was very, very pro-choice. And had I not listened to any other point of view, I wouldn't be pro-life, right? So I'm just saying, everyone, everyone, you know, everyone's opinion should be taken into account, and you wouldn't be able to form your opinions otherwise. Um, is the environmental damage, for example, devouring land and using large amount of water, not more damaging to the ecosystems of animals than mammals being killed for meat? No. No. That like that literally, <laughs> I I the the indirect destruction of an ecosystem is undeniably less immoral than like like chicken maceration. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, you know, sh- nah, nah. Yeah, no, nah, it's not. It's not even like admittedly, young and like not that much into into animal rights. Like, it's just something like um, <clears throat> uh, it's just something I like. I have never got into like there's loads of things I care about and I spend all my energy on those things and it's very difficult mm. to care about like, I, I know a good amount about nutrition and veganism and stuff like that which is why I'm vegetarian it's for it's for health reasons but obviously the ethical side comes along as well but like I have I'm just I just I'm you know I, I use my time and energy to be against abortion and to be against porn and to be against all these other things that I just I honestly don't even have a time and I, I shouldn't be obligated to do you know what I mean can I just say as well before we move on? Um, I honestly like I think in the philosophical side of of veganism and like vegetarianism is rock solid. Like I think it the other the arguments against veganism, if you want to challenge it, have to be things that are economic or environmental because ethically speaking, it is not justifiable in like the place that we live. I don't think. Do you know what uh, I mean? Secularly, I don't think it's 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 justifiable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because obviously the the the, the um, religious standpoint is that animals do not have the same moral value as as, yeah. uh, as humans. Well, um, even even at that, I don't think they need to have the same moral value. It's like everyone knows that a dog yeah. isn't as valuable as a human, but you shouldn't slit a right. dog's throat. You know what I mean? You shouldn't slit a dog's throat. Which PSA don't, so don't kill any dogs. It, it, people don't. What's that type of killing? Where they slit its throat. Um, I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. It's like, ah, uh, barbaric. I don't even I, know. I, 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 yeah, I can't. Um, yeah. Um, I, do you think all non-Christians will go to hell? That's kind of the idea, isn't it? That's true. Of Christianity, like, uh, I like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like there's so many verses that basically you know, and then there's arguments like what hell is, what heaven is, like you know, but that's the idea of Christianity, and I don't think. Why are people trying to cast me out? If I if I if I believe it, that I I've come to the I've philosophically studied religion and whatever, and I've come to the conclusion that Christianity or Islam is the most philosophically sound religion, then I have to take everything that comes with it, you know, including the Bible. I can't just pick and choose the Bible, right? Yeah. Um. So if I if the Bible says atheists go to hell, then I have to accept that. So. Yeah. Um I I want to answer this one. I know that you're the religious person, but I want to answer this, right? Okay. And cuz I've never understood why people get so pressed about this. Why do Christians right. try to impose their values on others, right? I I think this is pretty simple, right? Christians believe that it is literally a matter of eternal punishment. Yeah. If you yeah. are not a Christian, the uh-huh. same way like so obviously they're going to want to try and save people. And like I'm a pretty like um, I don't, I don't, extreme, not extreme, but I'm a, I'm a pretty like 
strong in my atheistic beliefs or lack thereof, right? And I have no problem whatsoever with Christians saying stuff to me. But in all fairness, that might just be because I'm an argumentative cunt. And I I like when Christians do it. You've literally given the answer that I would have given. Like, you have to understand, you know, people are so against these street preachers. And you have to understand that, like, they're out here because they want you to go to heaven. They're trying to preach to you because they care about you and they want you to go to heaven. They don't want you to burn in hell. Obviously, it comes from a place of love, not a place of, like, no preacher should ever be like, you're disgusting for your sin. What preachers do say, however, is they say X and Y is a sin, right? I don't support anyone, you know, being any levels of, like, saying, you know, being any levels of homophobic or anything, you know, but I, but saying X and Y is a sin is not hate. It's speaking, like, from their perspective, Christianity is the truth. So they have to take everything that comes with it, including X and Y is a sin. And they what don't want people to sin. They want people to come, you know, to God and be cleansed of their sins. So they're mm-hmm. going to make you aware of your sin. And because they make you aware of your sin, you become, you know, you want to repent for your sin. Then you come to Jesus and then you go to heaven, right? So that's their thought. That's their thought process is they yeah. want you to recognize and as they do can i just say that if anyone had ever listened to any serious christian preacher they would know that that they don't hold, hold themselves to any higher moral standard that they hold um you so they a paul washer if anyone ever thinks that the christians are like think they're so much more moral listen to paul washer that guy is the most apologetic for his sin out of anyone i've ever seen that man is like i am so i'm such a terrible sinner i deserve hell that is what christians should think because that's what the bible cell says it says for all have sinned and on short of the glory of god right so every single christian believes or, you know, christians you know study the bible in any serious amount of detail believes that they are oh my god no just... true scotsman no true scotsman what the fuck that's fallacious sorry yeah okay right. i guess it is i guess it is i guess it is Christians that you know take the Bible seriously that's 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 what they believe and obviously there's exceptions because there's there's bigots in every single there's bigots in atheism there's bigots in Christianity there's of bigots course, in, yeah. in Islam so I I you know I, I speak for the the majority of people I mean like personally and this is just quickly before we move on um people will like say to me sometimes why can't you just let people have their religious beliefs quietly it's because I think that religion is a harmful institution in the same way that Magda thinks that atheism like sends people to hell i don't think it's any different because it's just what you believe in and you think it's the moral thing to right. do yeah, do you no, know what i mean i get that do you think abrahamic religions have more likely what the fuck what the f- if it's weird just don't ask yeah no that's that's just i don't know idea what this guy's trying to say what's your opinion on bro conservatism what? 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 what conservatism? Bro, conservatism. I, I, have, I have no idea what that is. About, like the bench, girl, pit hole, like fourteen year old. No. No, I, like B R O. I don't know what you're talking about. I. That's no. I'm like I. He might have actually followed me off your account. I have no idea. Um. This. This one. I remember. I fell into this trap. Back. Like, like literally like a year and a half ago when I first started like looking at like atheism and theology. Can can you see how organized religion has caused more wars and oppression than peace? I The, the war one I f- specifically fell into, like I was like, yeah, but what about all the religious wars? I, 
aren't like ninety three percent the more secular. Yeah, exactly. I, I, that that was like and, my and thing. the majority. Just the fact, like I'm just sitting fact. I have no opinion on this. I'm not. I'm not endorsing. You know, and most of those that seven percent or something is from Islam, not Christianity. Um, the so. the oppression thing she's talking about, I agree with her. I think that like religion, just by like way of some of the stuff that it teaches, does oppress people. Um, but the war thing, I don't agree with, obviously. Um, yeah. Has anyone asked any questions about porn? Because I, I'm, I'm. Have they been like? No, but we'll I'm talk addicted about. I'm a for help. <laughs> no, that's actually what I wanted to talk about before we close out. Um, mm-hmm. like, I think that you would, you would, you're quite like, oh, by the way, oh, there's one question. How boring is your life? That's the last question. Because, because I'm, because you're a, a right-leaning yeah. pro-life Christian. I'm, I'm just quite boring to be fair. I literally just do my work, play Stardew Valley, FaceTime Angus, who's my boyfriend, go to sleep and then repeat. So it is quite boring. That's fair enough. Um, but the, yeah. th- <laughs> the thing that I actually wanted to end out on was like, set the, 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 we live in an age of, yeah, um let's call it sexual enlightenment and it is yeah. now like encouraged for people to explore their sexuality which to a certain extent i completely like agree with um right but in what ways do you think that that has gone too far because obviously you have strong views on like um i'm pretty sure it was like chastity pornography stuff like that uh, i mean my, my my main concern is with so I, even from a secular point of view, believe that sex is a big deal, right? And it, it, well, it, it is a big deal and it's not a big deal, but it, it, but it, it's a big deal because it's a, it's a type of, it's a type of like connection that you, you know, you express with, with, when you get, you know, when you get married, if you get married with someone that you love, right? And it becomes, and it becomes a big part of your, it will not necessarily a big part of your life, but, but it, becomes a part of your life something that you do and something that a lot of marriages fall apart if if it isn't you know communicated well and i think what 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 society has done is it's trivialized it um that it kind of it 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 strips it down so the thing why i think porn is so relevant in this is because what porn does is it it strips sex down to its very primal bare bones which is which is which is just essentially lost which is essentially penis goes inside vagina penis you know ejaculates done and it is so i was watching a video today and and i just they just mentioned about like a pope said pope john paul the second i don't know said that the problem with porn is not that it shows too much but that it shows too little and i think he he's really right uh when he says that that it doesn't show you know what it's what it's essentially meant to be which is an expression of love between two people and it, it, you know it doesn't show you know the connection it doesn't show like you know, yeah. like you know what just happened there it just you you sorry. cut out there a wee bit did i oh sorry no but it was uh, just what, like what, just after you were talking about the pope you cut out there oh really oh sorry right so, so did you did you hear what the pope said Yes, about like porn and it's an expression it's just, of love. I, yeah, I I just said that the problem with porn. Well, because what he said is the problem with porn is not that it shows too much, but it shows too little. 
and it, basically that it strips porn down to its, its bare bones of of lust and and um, it doesn't show the connection it doesn't show the the love it doesn't show you know the the happiness that the, the, the want to be with another person it just shows essentially you know Horny. and that's what that's what people that's what it is that's yeah. what it's like and, strips and it down it, to, yeah and you know and the thing is with um and coming from a libertarian perspective, it's hard for me to, to, to justify, you know, wanting to ban sex work or whatever. But porn does so much damage, and it, because so many girls are trafficked for it, so many girls are sexually yeah. so The fact Pornhub had child porn up, which it didn't delete because it was profiting off of it. It's yeah. just so sick to me, and the the porn industry literally profits off of this. And the the you know what the minimum the the sorry the the average exposure to porn is at what age eight or eleven or something eleven it's eleven years old so you're a child and you're watching an a, a perversion of sex and so so it's it, 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 you know it's showing you like it preys on your the most basic uncontrollable instinct like when you have the reason why porn addiction and drug addiction is so different is because you have a you know you have some some choice in the drugs right so you have uh, you know you're you're able to decide whether or not you you want to partake in the drugs but, but with porn you can't you know it's very hard to just close your eyes and stop looking you it's preying on a natural especially yeah. when you're 11 and you're curious it's preying on a natural instinct of sex you know and then when you're 11 and you learn that sex is just purely horny that's all it is yeah so think about how much that damages. It's you and your stepma's pool boy. Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, it it it, it is so so it, so disgusting. And and what I what in Michigan, right in Michigan, forty percent of rapes were uh, porn fantasy reenactments. Fucking. So someone had watched, someone had watched porn, seen like a scene in it, some like really weird kinky stuff, reenacted it with a girl and raped her. And you're also, you're far more likely to be depressed, suicidal, have have um, um, anxiety, have body image issues if you watch porn. Think what it's doing the boys. Like it's just, it is just. It also, also, um, I'm just wapping out my stats here. Um, fifty percent of divorces, um, had the issue of porn was brought up. Fifty percent. Isn't that just? You, like, you have another statistic. I remember you telling me it, but I don't remember it, obviously, because this was a while ago. Um, it was something to do with people who are, like, se- like not celibate, but people who withdraw or withhold sex in their relationship early on. They're far more likely to last in the relationship or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, So, so, so um, if the, the, more, the more sexual partners you have outside marriage... It's like it's like a positive correlation. So the more likely you are to be divorced, essentially. So, but you know, with one sexual partner, you're like X, you know, when and it goes up so high. Yeah. Like the more like if you have like upwards of ten, you're so much more likely to get divorced. It's literally um, like fifty percent, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's like because that. you, what you've made sex out to be is is you've trained yourself right that you can't, you know, it's it's purely horny and out. And there's no any sort of communication there's no there's no like you know love or connection there so then when you actually you try to do it with someone that you're married to guess what happens you're, you're physically you can't you're not able to you know obviously there's exceptions to this but like yeah but you know that's the general principle is that um 
you're not able to like you know express those you know those things with which sex is meant to be and i, I just think you know it's so telling and the fact that like that porn is so normalized that people are so addicted to it and and nothing is done and it's just and it's okay that 11 year olds have access to it and the fact that it's never like being regulated no well i think that's changing now but that there's no id like verification it's just it's just crazy to me it's the, the, the fact these little boys are growing up with this image of women which is so you know they have all these plastic surgery boobs plastic surgery lips plastic surgery vaginas bleached bum holes yeah like, that's mental that's mental that, so, so what it's essentially doing right and regardless girls fall victim to this as well right is that you as an 11 year old are training yourself to simulate sex through a video of sex watching a woman who's come and there's not you know i'm not saying there's anything wrong with plastic surgery but but presenting women as if they you know are, are purely you know all that all are meant to look like this is, is damaging right it's it's presented as being natural which it isn't so you then you know okay so you're 17 whatever you're about to lose your virginity and the girl doesn't have a bleach bum hole and she doesn't have an inflated boobs <laughs> and she doesn't have you know and you're like you've trained yourself to wank to only this certain type of body shape yeah it's unnatural that you'll and, and you physically like you can't get harder or whatever because you you know you've trained yourself you've trained your brain and this is a complete rewiring of the brain you've trained your brain to be to 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 only you know be a this type of woman and then think of what that does to the girl think of how, how what her self-esteem will be like think see of is, what, what, what she's see when yeah. you're talking about self-esteem it's like it cannot be good for people right it's the it's the same principle with social media but this this principle is exacerbated so much more to the extreme with porn right because you go on social media you see everyone has fucking washboard abs and massive horses and you're like i want that for my summer body but it's literally like if you go on watch porn it's everyone has 12 inch dicks and like yeah. fucking double date hits so naturally like that's gonna make it so much worse because sex is such an intimate thing so people are naturally right. gonna be more self-conscious do you know what i mean yeah and it's and it ruins self-image so much yeah like can i just point out can i just point out because <clears throat> I'm, I'm i'm pro-life right and because i'm anti-porn i believe your education about porn should come from good sex education and you should learn you know about what what because even you know even if you take the question approach you can't assume everybody's going to take your celibacy approach as a question right yeah so you want people to have the status sex you want people to avoid having abortions in the first place right and um so you want a thorough sex education so that that a child so imagine imagine you, your parents have just like if you told you sex is when a penis goes inside a vagina bye right and they haven't given you any comprehensive sex education you don't get any comprehensive sex education in school so what you do to feel that curiosity is you you watch porn you type up sex into google and you know you finally go down the rabbit hole and watch porn and then the rabbit hole of you know addiction and self um you know deprecating like um actions and and, and bad body image and all that just it, it spirals which is why i think curiosity of the child towards sex when they reach puberty should be fulfilled through good sex education comprehensive sex education and sex education when there's there's no there's no taboo around sex because whether or not you take a you take a a, a religious approach to this you know god made sex so yeah. what's there to be ashamed about what's there to 
and I, I hate the fact that I think sex is so taboo in religious organizations because even if you do believe that it's between man and woman then what's the harm in you know teaching a child what happens it's a natural thing it's a natural thing that god created yeah. god gave us humans so you know i just don't see any argument against sex ed to be honest i, I there, but there is there's people who are legitimately just delusional and they have this idea yeah. that like you know if you're teaching people right especially members of the lgbt community it's like if you're teaching like gay men how to have se- how to have like safe sex and avoid oh i don't know mm-hmm. hiv and aids it's like by teaching people the safety you're gonna turn them gay it's people right. like that i feel like that are standing in the way and it's like uh, you're a complete imbecile um, what I can, what I was just, I was just gonna say that there, there's a different, there's a fine line I think, right? Because teaching any sort of sex ed to four-year-olds isn't okay, right? Oh yeah, so of course not, be, of course not. One of the most, one of the most damaging things you can do to do to a child is prematurely sexualize them, and sex ed kind, it is sexual, right? So you're teaching, so children should, I believe, it should happen around, like you know, you know, the introduction to it should be around, I don't know, like. I, I guess my opinion could change if you know someone gave me more statistics, but around like twelve or thirteen, like I think it's reasonable. I, I would say twelve as well. Yeah, that would be. Yeah, that's not reasonable. The child's gonna reach puberty, you know, um, because it's definitely not natural for a child to know about sex. You know, nine years old. That's just not yeah, natural. That's like hard some fun. people have like, the, and the average age is eleven. Half of people are below that. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I'm I'm pretty sure like I was below that when I first like found out what sex was. Like, yeah, do you mean, mean like it's... Uh, I'm trying to think where I was the type of person who, you know, I, I was, I love my parents. I think that, you know, they've done an amazing job raising me. Um, but they did just give me a book. Um, <laughs> I, I, I remember, I remember, you know, I remember reading the bit about sex and then going downstairs to, you know, to breakfast and I was like, couldn't look at my parents. I was like, holy flip. Like, yeah. what the hell it's, it's, like, have I don't you know. done? It's so Anyway, weird. yeah. Mm-hmm. do you know where's like that's, that's i'm pretty sure yeah. I, like this might be just me waffling we're, but where i'm pretty sure is like extremely good in regards to their sex education and like low teen pregnancy rates high contraception rates and stuff is um like scandinavia and like countries right. in that and, region mm-hmm. but like they they are they... the opposite of taboo about sex and like they have the like the lowest teen pregnancy rates the like lowest abortion rates and like the lowest all this type of stuff that's not ideal for young people because they have right. such a comprehensive sexual education system and I, and I think and i think that's so good i think um you know when you when, especially when you're pro-life right you have to support like oh yeah obviously you know you're allowed to support banning you're banning abortion but you you, you know we, there's also other solutions such as you know pro-life pregnant crisis pregnancy standards can i so i forgot to say this earlier but i don't believe half of the abortions would happen if people had access to um to uh crisis pregnancy centers like we i'm part of the qb for life society oh by the way just in case that you know i don't endure you know the whole scandal has happened with them recently um you know i i had no say in that being posted so um i you know i'm just a member i i had no like i didn't really you know get <laughs> to say anything when that was posted so um but but you know a girl came up to the pro-life outreach she said that you know the pro the pro life society offers um signposting to crisis pregnancy centers, uh-huh. and a girl came up to them and said that you know she had an abortion six weeks previously, 
and the SU, which is the student union, just gave her information on how and where to get an abortion. They didn't give her any crisis pregnancy center information. And had she known things like that existed, she wouldn't have gotten an abortion. So I think so much for pro-choice, mate. You're pro-abortion, like, um, which is what I wanted to say with regards to that. Um, I don't know how I managed to tangent off into that big of a thing. That is right. Basically, Isn't that's... in uh-huh. conclusion, fuck porn. Yeah. <laughs> that's basically yeah, that's basically it. That's in conclusion. In conclusion, I'm glad you agree because a lot of people because they're addicted get offensive. Uh, not defensive. Sorry. Yeah, they get really defensive. What do you what um, just this this will be your closing note. What do you think about stuff on, for example, TikTok like, um, the Big Bank Challenge or the Bust It Challenge or the Bust It? Bu- I think I think Bust yeah, It yeah, Challenge. I think that's, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a <laughs> bust. Um, it's a children's app. Like, uh, yeah. You, you kids are now dancing, to, you know, doing the WAP and are dancing to the, you know, and I think that the songs are like this are being created are just prematurely sexualizing our children. It's all contributing. Like you have people like cardi b coming out with this song which you know it's 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 literally like people can say what they want that's obviously going to be exposed to children whether or not the parents have control over it or not because like friends and stuff on the internet and you can't always control everything you know your ch- your child your child sees on the on the internet so obviously they're gonna be exposed to it and i just think that's horrendous that kind of just dis- like it's so disgusting song is just like put I, children listen to it and they're, and they're interested in the words and they, they, they and they all get into the porn and they get into like they're prematurely sexualized which is one of the most psychologically damaging things you can Fox. do to children and if you disagree with me on that you're actually sick like children prematurely sexualized are are traumatized later in life right they're traumatized so that's why that's what i want to say about that is that all contributes to premature sexualization which damages children damages you know the family unit it damages it damages people and it damages society and it's bad for society anyway yeah okay there yeah <laughs> right <laughs> basically um i'm gonna i'm gonna end it here and i'm gonna leave you i just i see when you were talking about that and you were talking about cardi b and wap all i could think about was ben shapiro and him like reciting the words <laughs> to it being like wet that. ass p word uh, it was like it was like what do you mean my my wife's John is very dry. <laughs> God, I don't even know that. Can't scars me. Right, um, Magda, thank you very much for coming on. Do you want to shout out your Instagram or your TikTok? Yeah. So uh, I'm not really posting political stuff on it anymore. Just, just uh, destroying anti-boxers. Um, it's one, two, three. Uh, no, it's not. That's wrong. That's my. That's my Finston. Never mind. Uh, it's four twenty. Child of God. And then my Instagram is mm dot Agda. Uh, nothing else. Advertise. That's me. I don't have a twitch like Aaron. I'm not that cool. One last question. Do you consider yourself a feminist despite not supporting a woman's right to have an abortion? Uh, yeah. Well, because even though the, the feminists don't want me, I believe that uh, women deserve more than, uh, better than abortion. And I believe um, they should have, you know, compassionate care. And abortion is not compassionate care. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's been a pleasure like subscribe pleasure. comment favorite share do all that there shite tell your mates we're all right like see you later <laughs> <laughs>